Somehow, my daughters fell in love with Formula One. I don't know how or why, but I'm not arguing. They may not know wheel, but does anyone? I'm Grace. And I'm Anne. We're two sisters who got obsessed with Formula One and decided to make a podcast to force all our friends and family to listen to us talk about Formula One. Welcome to We Don't Know Wheel. <laughs> and jokes on you today because I'm not Anne. You have been duped. <laughs> it's a different sister. Um, up Sarah today. <laughs> We're very excited. Although it's, it's, um, ironic i don't know if it's ironic it's sad that the biggest checo fan is not here for a checo <laughs> win yeah we got a big text yesterday 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 <laughs> from miss ann she was very psyched about the race result yes very excited actually she called it on saturday <laughs> did she um yeah <laughs> after qualifying she was like checo's gonna win tomorrow <laughs> And she was right. So I do love one. I love Cheka winning, even if it's Red Bull. Uh, I'm happy at a for street him. Circuit. <laughs> As Sarah and I both said, is this really a street circuit? More on that later. <laughs> we need Anne. We need Anne here to like actually bring an educated view to what's happening. But I try yeah. to do some basic searching on this. And it appears it is a street circuit, but it's kind of a street that's for fun. It's a street adjacent circuit. This is no Baku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't buy it personally, but, you know, everybody has only... their own definition of street, street, yeah. road, avenue. What is any of it? It was only made very recently. But yeah, it just doesn't even yeah. look like streets. This is the second year, right? I think um, that you're correct. Saudi Arabia? Yes. I and that's how I read that. And I'm going to just pretend that the things I say are facts today. Yeah, we love it. Let's get into, <laughs> let's, let's start off on the tip. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, let's talk about it. Why are we racing here still? Ever. Why do you think, Sarah? <laughs> Money, 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 money. I mean, truly, though, like, I feel like people were talking about this um, last year with the World Cup. The World Cup was in Qatar, mm -hmm. and there were like huge questions about that. Players protested, like, and it's and an interesting Formula One is still choosing to be in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, not shocking yeah. because it's literally like yeah. oil yeah it is interesting oh okay cars, i had to go look oil. this up this really has cars oil have you heard about it they go together um <laughs> i had to go look this up because and i don't know this is a deep dive by me that didn't go much of anywhere but yeah um so alcohol is illegal in saudi arabia mm. so not a human rights issue saudi arabia has a lot of other human rights issues <laughs> <laughs> not the no alcohol <laughs> along with the no alcohol issue <laughs> along with the no alcohol issue <laughs> really we are talking about the hard-hitting issues we're today. getting into it but I did notice <laughs> that okay 
Fred Visser, he had his little um, Australia Galicia patch. It was like whited out. Oh, that's also, interesting. Like, so maybe the alcohol sponsors couldn't be advertised at this race? That's what, I, well, they're not even allowed to use champagne at this race for the celebration. They use oh, a right, sticky, like sugary, pink. Disgusting. Water. Um, Gatorade. But it's Blood. also <laughs> interesting because Australia Galicia, the one that Ferrari and science rep, it's a 0% beer that the, he reps. It's specifically, sure yes, go look it up. <laughs> Carlos Sainz is sponsored by Australia Galicia 0.0. It's an NA beer. It's an NA beer. <laughs> but it's it has the essence of beer. It has the implication of yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Perhaps. It That's definitely has really implications. Which does get into an interesting side. Like they're still allowed to have like the bottles that look like champagne when they're on the oh, interesting. podium. But there's no champagne in it. There's it's no champagne in them. It's a GMO. <laughs> it's a GMO. <laughs> <laughs> it's a GMO. Um it's a lab created situation yeah that part's really not important I don't know why I'm like delving into that because it really matters zero I mean it is interesting there's a lot of nuance around this race right it feels like things are being tiptoed around yeah and on a more important note this is the first season that the FIA is like really cracking down on players making or drivers making political statements yes and there was not a Hamilton has his rainbow helmet. We okay. stand. And I think maybe he's getting away with that by just being like, this is my everyday helmet. Well, I mean, maybe that was like FIA approved. Is it grandfathered in? I don't know. I don't know. But I also, I sent Sarah some pictures of Lewis's, was that his Thursday outfit? It was very like the black he was wearing this like, tunic <laughs> with like a wide like pant and like yeah. platforms. It was if I'm being honest, very like Star Wars. It was, it was giving, giving Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> On the runway. <laughs> it was giving Kylo Ren. Because Kylo Ren's like cowl is like very fashion. It's a fashion. Wave, a, a broad shoulder. It Well, because it was That's cut in like a triangle-y shape. Yeah. And it was very like yeah. structured. Oh, but it, yeah. It felt very like, this was me reaching, but I was like, is he wearing, it felt on the edge of feminine. And I know that there mm-hmm. are laws in Saudi Arabia that prevent trans folks from like wearing their gender affirming clothing. Yeah. And I was like, is this like a subtle, is this like, no one can really call me out on this because I, what is let's it? Let's say it is because I love, live for it. I mean, yeah. I think I'm this pushing. is why I will always be a fan of Lewis Hamilton because he pushes the boxes and he's not afraid to be political. And he, he, yeah, no, just always a fan, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we he's need... saying the things that other drivers don't want to say. 
we need more. Yeah, need more of absolutely. That. There should be more room for that in this sport. Yeah. Because just, you know, historically, it's been like all one note a lot of the time. Well, you know what? I might take that back because I know very little about the history of F1. <laughs> I we could call in an expert maybe down the line, but... I'm trying to but like it's rack. Nice to see. I'm trying to rack my brain to be like, when has F1 gotten really political? I don't know. But the people who I think of, like, okay, recently I sent Sarah a whole thing about um, Jacques Villeneuve. Is that how you say his name? <laughs> Villeneuve, I think. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. I don't know. He's Canadian. He was kind of like the punk, right? He was kind of French like, Canadian. Well, yeah 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 he was always like bleaching his hair and wearing punk clothes and being really like a little grungy which I was like Sarah would love it and then I went and read up on him and he's like named in the Panama papers and I was like not so cool (laughs) yeah yeah I mean it feels very difficult to be making that much money and be doing anything radical let's be honest yes yeah, I agree. And a lot of the drivers come from like a ultra privileged background. Mm-hmm. So I think it's hard to like, maybe see the the things happening in the world around them. They're uber focused on just driving. Mm-hmm. Like that's their entire life and has been for many, many years, decades for some of them. So it's understandable. Um, but it's always lovely to see somebody who's like making a few waves. Yeah. And I think it's like the sport, at least to me, like a lot of my enjoyment of the sport comes from the, like, the social aspects of it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I like watching them drive around in their little circles, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> really intrigued by the like interpersonal workings and the like social side and obviously like many people are because drive to survive wouldn't be successful if Mm -hmm. people weren't interested in that but Mm -hmm. beyond that like there's always been rumors about the drama of the formula one drivers and yeah so like people are interested in their lives and what they think and do yeah um Okay, on just one last tiny political note before we move on and actually talk about the race, because we haven't talked about this, you and I, but this whole Haas automation selling (laughs) machinery. Haas has another Russia drama. (laughs) I know. And the memes of Gunther being like, (laughs) never never another Russian. This is the last Russian I will ever deal with before I leave this planet. Which, to be fair, it seems like it's, it's not very Gunther. disconnected from it's Formula Gene. One. <laughs> it's Gene Haas. It's like their parent company that is just a machinery machining company. But they're literally but selling shocking. Like, if I understand this correctly, allegedly yeah. they are selling yeah. items that can be used in the creation of like yeah weapons weapons to russia well 
my understanding was like yeah highly machined parts but also like cnc machines like really precise cnc machines you're which, gonna have to dig into that because i don't know what cnc i'm gonna have to means. dig into it yeah but yeah i know what does cnc um, mean Sarah? Does that. i was totally <laughs> shocked um computer something something oh okay i don't know i didn't know if that was like a design like, thing you knew you plug it's a machine where you lay a material like on a bed basically and then you plug in a design file and then it cuts it out exactly to your specifications oh yeah so it's like really precision manufacturing like computerized manufacturing and it sounds like Haas has like next level precision instruments um which makes sense that they would want to be used for weapons i guess (laughs) intrigue intrigue machines to the medicine world i don't know like find a better industry (laughs) well it is interesting because i also am like Haas is constantly like we buy all our stuff from other people because it's cheaper which i guess like then they don't have to design it but it is really interesting True. that they have like the capabilities. Literally a manufacturing company. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, Again, we get into the Funding. like politics of it all where it's like I don't know, I was reading through like lists of sponsors of the teams this week. Oh yeah, because then I was trying to dig into like, well, is it just that Australia Galicia has maybe like dropped Ferrari as a sponsor? But that oh. seemed crazy because they've been sponsoring Carlos for like a decade um and i think that it was just like the alcohol sponsors had to be covered up because also i think that sure. heineken maybe sponsors like f1 and they sponsor it with a 0.0 right. beer as well that is interesting maybe Apparently, that's an f1 thing i no, i don't think it is but i did <laughs> well because i was like looking into this and i was like this is all so interesting and when i was like reading up about daniel's wine and um all oh, right Valtteri's gin and I think actually yep. there's like a huge market for 0.0 beer in a lot of Europe because you can't drink and drive at all. So people want the feeling of like drink, having a beer when they go out with friends, but no alcohol in it. You can't drink and drive there? What a joke. <laughs> it's not like America. <laughs> no roadies for them. <laughs> but there's like a much lower tolerance level on... yeah. You can't have a drink and then drive. But home. also, like, who drives in Europe? Sorry. That's all I'm going to say. No one's driving over there. They all are just taking public transportation. I'm just, okay. I'm just telling you what the internet told me, and I believed. Awesome. Love. Um, okay, give me your hot takes on the race. Unless, <laughs> wait, did you want to I took notes. Oh, my on gosh. On my little notepad. Sarah um, and I okay. called each other and talked to each other through this race. <laughs> I almost wish we hadn't because now I feel like we might have left to talk about. I think LOL. Like that could ever be possible. Um, okay. A little tidbit I heard on the front end. This was Aston Martin's first front row start in 63 <laughs> years. That's longer than like... our father has been alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is, has Aston Martin been on the grid that long? That's a big question that I'm it. having. And I don't care. I love a dramatic stat, you know? And way to go, Aston Martin. Way to go, Fernando. Fernando is the rising star. Okay. They were <laughs> on the grid. Okay, Sarah. To just give you like a tiny... No. 
I to give you a tiny bit of information on this. Okay. Okay. I they have been off the grid for 61 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna call out the British news guy that was commentating <laughs> that said that because that was like maybe true but very you know misleading information <laughs> yes highly misleading <laughs> but you know I'm happy for that team yeah. okay remind me is that Renault and yeah. F Martin bought them mm-hmm. oh that's Alpine yeah Alpine and Renault are the same confused honestly. there are a lot Alpha okay, Aston Martin, though. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see Lawrence Stroll's hard-earned money finally going to good use. I'm going to say it. That's true. <laughs> I'm in total agreement. it a lot. <laughs> it's kind of incredible. Like, it's very incredible to even think about the team from, like, last year to this year. And how, like, whoa, whoa. And, okay, and did they, was there some sort of, like, under-the-table knowledge that they were giving Fernando? Because, honestly, when Fernando announced this move, I was, like, totally perplexed. <laughs> because he was on a team that was doing better than, way better than Aston Martin last year. Yeah. Well, Lance, or Lawrence, Lawrence not, not Lawrence. his son, um... Lawrence has definitely been going around since he bought Aston Martin saying like this team will be championship winning in the next five years. And that's my plan. And he supposedly very strategically purchased them because he knew they were about to implement the cost cap for all the teams. And he was like, that's going to allow us to be competitive with the other teams. And Aston Martin used to be Force India. Okay, yeah. Thank which you. was always known as being like a very scrappy but fast team that did a lot with a yeah. little bit of money. Yeah. I also like Anne and I were talking on the phone the other day and I do feel like it certainly seems like it's easier to scale up and become successful than it is to scale down and maintain success. Maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Mercedes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I totally believe that because I think Red Bull, while they clearly have a lot of money and have for a while, they didn't have, I don't, it doesn't seem to me that they were on that same like exorbitant level as like Mercedes Ferrari. Yeah. Like maybe (laughs) even like five years ago. Yeah. And they do kind of have the reputation of like a very scrappy team. Mm-hmm. so they haven't yeah, been around no, that's that long an... yeah oh yeah totally yeah so I guess neither uh, has Mercedes but <laughs> whatever 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 um yeah I think the scrappier teams that started small are figuring out how to do more with mm-hmm. the money that they're allowed and the big teams are are struggling to scale back I think yeah we're seeing it with Ferrari and we're seeing it with Mercedes. We're seeing, Let's say I it. think Ferrari's just Ferrariing. I don't think they're <laughs> hot take. Papa Fred was not happy. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tell me what you thought of that because that was like painful to watch. What I thought of what? The Ferrari's race? Their race? 
and then about what Fred said and everything. Give me all your Ferrari insight. I don't even know. I'm checked out from Ferrari, honestly. The race was like totally average. Like there was just nothing interesting happening at Ferrari. Ferrari was right back where they were at the end of last season, where they were literally just like two cars in the middle. The like midfield was well behind them, but then the competitors at the front were well ahead of them. And it's like, are we back in this? And it's literally just Charles and Carlos just zooming along together and, and then Charles, Charles... Just complaining about being <laughs> like... stuck two and a half seconds behind Carlos I'll never understand the Charles <laughs> girlies will forever be sane I don't want to get on their bad side we're gonna hear about it we're gonna hear about this from your fan <laughs> don't talk to me about it this is a Carlos <laughs> apologist podcast, and I'm truly someone who loves pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I watched that little video you sent me. Charles spoke only in Italian, didn't catch anything, but they oh, seemed she's really bummed. <laughs> she's talking about like how Ferrari always makes its drivers be like, this yes. is what happened during the race today. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't better. We're going to do better next time. I think every team does it. I remember last year, I'm a big Danny Rick fan. Last year, McLaren would do this every week. And it was painful. Worse than the Ferrari one because Daniel was like finishing in 18th. And he'd be like, yeah, guys, another, another rough one. So sorry. It's like. Just let the man go take a nap, you know? Let him take a nap. <laughs> let him just drown his sorrows in some 0.0% alcohol beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, anyway. that brings us to Lando Norris. What is yes. going on? Why do I have him on my fantasy team? Huge mistake, but I can't let him go. But I'm thinking about it. Why can't you let him go? I don't know. I'm loyal to Carlos, so I have to be loyal to Lando. I do not understand it, but okay. <laughs> I have a theory that Lando... Okay. <laughs> Lando is not ready to be the leader of a team. <laughs> Love you, Lando. I think he misses having Daniel there as like a little punching bag. And I know that's kind of harsh. Okay. Not as a punching bag, but like as the weaker link, perhaps. And now there's like a lot of pressure on Lando to deliver. And Oscar thinks he's pretty good. I'm going to say it. Yeah. But also this car sucks. So yeah, the car is terrible. That's what it is. The car is definitely terrible. I thought it was, like, I saw some hot takes after qualifying where people were like, how is Lando qualifying? Did he qualify 20th? 15th? Not good. he crashed. He did (laughs) crash. But they were like, how did he qualify so low? And it's like, he crashed. That was me saying, how did he qualify so low? And it was you (laughs) saying he crashed. (laughs) No, it was on Tumblr that I saw this. It was on Tumblr and I was like, 
he crashed he couldn't qualify higher his car was out of pressure yeah he couldn't handle the pressure i don't know what's going on with him he's not in a good headspace no yeah no i think it's true sarah's like it's the pressure of being the team leader no okay here's what it really is he is spiraling because he realizes he has how many more years at this team three more years (laughs) at this team that is a thinking ship <laughs> background thinks he's his father he's oh, like my son neither. lando but his team sucks and daniel's not even there to make it fun anymore no this is all conjecture but it's a hundred percent true yeah and oscar's <laughs> there like a young just like hungry like i'm just happy to be here oh yeah yeah totally absolutely clueless yeah yeah I mean it's interesting like Lando seems very similar in his interviews like in his interviews he's the same just like very straight shooter doesn't like pull any punches I Um, heard him and Oscar were throwing literal punches (laughs) okay that's the real Ferrari that I want to get into which is my favorite drama of the week that's a new segment favorite drama of the tree (laughs) favorite favorite drama of the week on was it on twitter or instagram there was like a post going around like charles and carlos came to blows in marinello this week and (laughs) they physically fought each other it was so obviously i hope someone's making money on it i mean how would you make money on it i don't know he's making money on it yeah true (laughs) because then it felt like the ferrari pr machine was like you guys need to kiss each other like (laughs) oh my gosh yeah a lot of there was a lot of like love love but then they gave the girls what they wanted i guess i don't know they got them on that couch and they said draw me like one of your french ladies is that what he says? Yeah. French girls. <laughs> oh my gosh. Grace made an epic Ferrari meme this week. Um, it's a a Pride and Prejudice Ferrari mashup. If you want to see it, I recommend checking out the We Don't Know Wheel Instagram account. Please follow us. Um, she's going to post that because I just told her to. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, it's on there. Yes, thank you. I forgot. It's on there. It's on hilarious. There, Do not worry. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious, I think. Um <laughs> but yeah, like the fact that they went so hard to be like, no, 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 our drivers are such good friends. But then still in the car, Charles was like, Carlos is going so freaking slow. It was like, then pass him. What do you it does really blow my mind like how different it can seem on and off track I think they must be really like compartmentalized <laughs> I think you're right but because, I also yeah I don't know they just get so feisty like the McLaren boys were fighting oh, yeah the Ferrari boys were fighting everybody was racing their teammates this week yes and what did you think I think George <laughs> was it George who said some or Hamilton or both of them they were, both, they were both complaining about each other. 
And yeah. then there was the whole like Max and Checo, like who will take the fastest lap. And then oh my gosh. did you see the whole like thing with Yost and how he was like standing, not yes. hugging? I was like, oh my goodness. It was a little embarrassing. But I guess it's just who Yost is. I don't know. It's dark. This yeah, is it's Max's not father. Dark. Speaking of, let's talk about. Well, Max is stopping qualified 15th. That's all that needs to be said. I don't really care. Okay. Yeah. Tell us what's on the notes. The man <laughs> jumped a million cars and he <laughs> finished in second place. Congrats to him. Um, screwing over my fantasy league because okay. that was a lot of over. <laughs> I was overtake. literally just talking to Jamie about this because I was like, her team is at the top of the standings now. And I was like, yeah. who's on your team? And she was like, oh, Max. And I was like, you have a Max on your team? Who puts Max on their fantasy team? I know. I'm like, no Max. Max, no Max. is like a cheat code. I'm not interested. Yeah. I don't I'm trying that. to get there. The, the, the hardworking, <laughs> old-fashioned Spanish way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I oh have Fernando. God. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh oh man um but yeah overall it was like an okay race I would give it like I don't know a six out of ten mm-hmm. for interesting points um it was really fun to see Checo and Fernando at the front for yes. at least the beginning parts of the race <laughs> Max quickly caught up but you know both lovely spanish-speaking boys (laughs) were a fan and they've both been on the grid a long time i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know offhand how long Checo has been in formula one but it's longer than a lot of the other drivers on the grid and he's been in like low-level teams for much of that time and now is at red bull as like very clearly their number two driver (laughs) um so it's just fun to see him at the front I feel like him and Fernando really earned this one. They put in a lot of time, so it's fun to see them up there. They're also both, like, very scrappy drivers. Yes. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about seeing Fernando lose his podium and then get it right back? Honestly, Grace? (laughs) Okay. I The race finished, and I had plans, so I just immediately turned it off. I didn't even see all that. I had to like read about it this morning, I think. Um, it's interesting. I was shocked that they gave him a 10 second penalty for not serving his penalty correctly. But like, if anything, they did to give him the five second penalty, you would keep the, the podium, right? Yes, he would have. But okay. <laughs> so they wanted to take it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The FIA is why. I don't know. It seems like, okay, the five-second penalty was for being outside of his starting mm-hmm. box, whatever. And then when he served the penalty, apparently somebody on his team, like, touched Touch, his car. Touched his car with the rear jack. So they started changing his tire. <laughs> no, they just touched it, and then they, like, oh. untouched it. 
And so that's how that's how Aston oh, Martin no. argued that they should get rid of that penalty because they were like, here are five examples of when this has happened in the past oh, and nothing yes. has been done about it. I love that they're using primary sources. They're building an <laughs> argument like this is this is how you do it. You bring receipts. This is Daddy <laughs> Warbucks's money. This is Daddy Stroll's money being you like I have the best lawyers in Formula One <laughs> and I'm ready to fight your penalties. I mean, good on them. I think Fernando deserves the podium. He served a five second penalty. Let's just say it. Let's call it like it is. He served it, you know? Yes. My favorite moments from that were George being like, he still has to serve that five second penalty, right? <laughs> and is it race engineer? We just like, have to be within five seconds, right? I don't have to get any closer. He was like, he's already <laughs> served it. And George was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> then why have I been driving so slow? <laughs> Incredible. But also I loved like after they so fernando went up and did the podium ceremony got sprayed with champagne did the interviews and then they were like actually there's a 10 penal 10 second penalty so he's lost that and now george has it and they asked fernando what he thought about it and he was like i don't care i went up on the podium i wore my like i wore my branded merchandise i've been on the television what else am i i got the photos (laughs) yes and i was like you know that's the most that's what I like about Fernando because that's like the most honest assessment of Formula One like it really doesn't matter if he won the podium or like if he really got the podium or not he got to stand up on the podium on live broadcast with all of his sponsors on his body that is interesting and yeah once again it's truly all about the money in this game yeah I mean he's got a point (laughs) He's got a point. No, but and I was he like, to have the fun. Like, who wants to get a penalty? I mean, no, excuse me. Who wants to get a podium? Yeah. After the fun has already been had. Yeah. Poor George just got to like, it's like a briefly, couple more points. Yeah. George gets to briefly walk around with a. It's not. What is that called? Trophy. A trophy. Thank you. I want to call it a statue. <laughs> with <laughs> a the tr- Oscar. <laughs> He got the Oscar very briefly where he kept graciously being like, Fernando really deserved this, but I'll take the points. And then they were like, Fernando actually really long eyelashes. (laughs) I'm not wearing mascara. (laughs) I'm not wearing mascara. I love George. I'm a big fan. (laughs) George is such a nut. No shade, George. I'm a fan. (laughs) I also love, yeah, like when he was like, he still has to serve that penalty, right? It was not a quick like, it was not a quick message. It was like he was having a chat with his race engineer. And I was yeah. like, nobody else talks with their race engineers like this. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone else was like, please shut up and let me drive. That's yeah. Charles. <laughs> Charles? Okay. I do think the like, on I want to say on stage, off stage, but that's not the right term for it. It's like in car, out of car, but it's kind of on stage, oh, off stage. Yes. No, it's so the true. The personality shifts are wild. Ooh compartmentalized baby (laughs) yeah because he's all about being like this just that I'm like just a little kind prince from Monaco and then he gets in the car (laughs) and he's like what's the name of his race engineer Ravi I have no idea (laughs) I don't know 
whoops whoops <laughs> call me out on it guys send me in the name um but he's like you gotta tell me this stuff and yeah he just really gets feisty yeah yeah maybe he gets so angry because he's not letting it come out when he actually feels it and he should go to therapy just like the rest of us no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you might be you might be touching on something there <laughs> and that's what we call sports our issues with sports <laughs> sports, sports. <laughs> um <laughs> no but maybe a little um yeah okay um who did you vote for for driver of the day I really, you know, I pulled a classic grace. I voted for Yuki because yeah. I was so excited for him to get a point. <laughs> and then he was quickly over On what, lap 40, 45, and then yeah. he got, he passed on lap 47. Yuki, what the heck? I know. He had a good drive for most of the day, though. I was also, I also voted for Yuki. <laughs> I can't believe we Max were on the same page. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I was excited for him to get a point. Um, he was just having a really good drive. He was passing people. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know mean, why we were I, really hopping on the UK train. I feel like um, I really, I mean, no, it takes time to get to grips with like a Formula One car and all of that. But it is quite surprising that Nick DeVries, I feel like Yuki's actually outperforming him a bit right now. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree. Um, we'll see if it changes over time. Yeah, because there is super early days. Yeah, it's early days. It's early <laughs> days, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it would be nice. It would be I don't know fun to see Yuki like come into a leadership role on the team. Yes, I think yeah. he can handle it. Um, yeah. Also, he was driving like right next to Pierre for a while, which was cute. That is cute. It is not to get back right into Lando, but it is a little bit shocking to me that he's not doing better. I don't know. Only time will tell. Like, I think honestly, as much as I like to talk up the inner workings of Lando, I think this car is an absolute mess. Like, <laughs> that's what I think is going on. I think you're, I think I think you're right. Story. Yeah. yeah. I so I feel bad for Lando. I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess at least like on the one hand you feel bad for him, but then on the other hand you're like he's definitely getting paid a lot more than the guys at Haas. Yes, which is why you should take him off your Formula One team. <laughs> I have plenty of money in my budget. <laughs> I I have plenty of money. Jamie has maxed her budget. She maxed out her entire budget. So I'm like, what's, what's the problem with that? You're I know that's what you should budget. be doing. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I think that's all my notes for this race. Overall, it was a fun race. Yeah. More fun because we were on the phone while it was happening. <laughs> I agree. I thought it was quite a fun race. I think there's certainly bigger discussions to be had about like where these races happen why we're building new tracks like Mm. when there are older tracks um 
Yeah, Grace and, and I both commented on the the sign by the winners interview. Net zero. It's like F one net zero twenty thirty or something. Yeah, which is a great goal. Mm-hmm. They seem to be making absolutely zero progress towards this. <laughs> like. <laughs> From what I can tell, there's yeah. being no indication that any adjustments are being made. Maybe they're just like, we're going to be able to carbon, we're going to be able to pay for carbon offsets. We're going to use only compostable <laughs> toilets. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> into sustainable <laughs> agriculture. <laughs> and the you're going to have real toilets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot to be. I would love to know more about it. Maybe we should become yeah. a sustainability Formula One podcast. I mean, I don't think I know enough about true sustainability. <laughs> I don't think I do either. But yeah, it is interesting. And I'm sure they have people behind the scenes that are working on it. God, I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gives the vibes of like, people being like I'm buying all this reusable stuff to be sustainable and you're like yeah you're creating more trash right now you should use what you yeah. have until it's gone <laughs> yeah 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 I'm replacing everything in my house and you're like don't do that babe <laughs> I'm throwing it all away it's all going in the dumpster I yes. don't need that I don't need plastic anymore, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's F1 definitely... throwing away all their plastic. No more single-use plastics. <laughs> well, yeah, they're always drinking out of those paper water bottles. You notice that? Paper water bottles? Yeah, they're like little cartons. Oh, I've oh, okay. And <laughs> see, it is silly. They are doing the silly things that we're joking about. <laughs> they are. I think that we're right. <laughs> they're like, you cannot bring yeah. food or drink to the race. But we will sell it to you in paper instead of plastic now. Yeah. No, I think it would be interesting to see a real effort being made on this front. Um, Like, what would it look like for even, okay, I understand that it's like traveling. That's the whole point. But what would it look like for (laughs) the traveling to, like, make sense? Well, globally. Okay. I have a hot take on right? this that I don't think I know okay. enough about, but I did watch one YouTube video on the tra- okay. on the travel okay. process Perfect. of Formula One. But one of the things they were saying is that most Formula One teams have, I think, like maybe three or four sets of like cars oh, okay. and all of the like stuff they need for each, like to set up their motor home, essentially. One on each continent. And so most of them move by ship from like, yeah, and it takes a long time. So it'll be like, that's so interesting. So I do wonder if part of what's happening is that like, although to us, we're like, they're traveling all over the world. Maybe their stuff is staying and that's the like less travel aspect. That's a guess that I'm making based on one YouTube video I watched. good. At speaking with authority <laughs> yeah no but actually I, that makes sense maybe I don't know if you're thinking about like because I think a lot of the like 
fossil fuel is probably from the like moving all the stuff from week to week, but they're actually <laughs> not moving like the same stuff from one location to the next. I mean, a small amount they are, but got it. A bigger portion is going like they have multiples of many things, and so they're staying. Yeah. I think in the same like general region. I mean, I would I love think... to just see a breakdown of <laughs> all the fossil fuel consumption. I know. They're like, Out. we only use Whatever. electric. Like, where is it going? Yeah. Where are they really, really bad? Because it probably is something unexpected. Like catering. catering? <laughs> LOL. That's definitely <laughs> like why Mercedes is struggling is my impression is like, they're like a bloated whale, you know, like they don't know how to slim down and funnel their money into development. No arguments here. No arguments. Toto. Toto? <laughs> Toto, you better get it together. I mean, what's he going to do? He's like, he's as in as much trouble as Hamilton's in. Hot take. Hot take, yeah. Um, at least one of the wolves is doing something interesting. I'm excited yeah. to see what Susie does. I'm very excited and I really want to go to one of these Formula Academy are they races are they I think they're races yeah I want to go I think they're doing one in Austin are they doing I was going to ask if they were doing any in America they are because are they doing them like I want to go does their schedule follow the F1 schedule at all is it totally different I feel like it was like a similar time let me look it up I know this is bad podcasting Uh um (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i would also love to go i think susie's the exact right person for the job i'm very excited for her and hopeful cautiously optimistic as our good man concert would say i'm cautiously optimistic that there are some real results from this and that some female talent is like truly you know nurtured and appreciated yeah and we get to like have some household female driver names come on would love <laughs> it um they're driving in austin in october okay. the 20th through the 22nd which feels okay. like the same time as the formula one race I or like very similar in austin in october so maybe it's like a one of the surrounding weekends yeah yeah so cool. i think that's kind of rad um, that's great yeah seems like it'll be really cool it's just good to get people in the car <laughs> yes you couldn't yeah. agree more so well let's see any other hot goss that you've heard of this week let's like, give our last thoughts I'm going to tell you what I've been seeing on tumblr these days Last thoughts is that I finally started reading <laughs> Carlos fanfic that you oh, sent me no. like two weeks ago. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> That's some of the best fanfic I've ever read. I'm like, this person should be a published author. I mean, the writing is like shockingly good. Shockingly good. Shockingly good. Yeah. Shockingly um, good. So that's the only thing that's kind of on my plate over here. 
Catching I, up on my reading. Catching up on my reading. Yeah. I just really want to read more. <laughs> I need to get some more reading in. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite thing from the internet this week was probably just the whole like Carlos charles physical fight rumors oh my gosh it was so blatant and i love like all the tumblr girlies are like who should we say it about next (laughs) yes oh my gosh which pr person is so on the internet like chronically online that they're like people are saying that our drivers are fighting (laughs) Also, like, what a delight that it's become so important in Formula One that your drivers love each other and are, like, quite close. Yeah, it is interesting because it seems like in the past, teams were not afraid to have drivers, like, openly feuding, basically. It does seem like it depends which team, because I think another thing I saw on the internet this week was a whole thing about Seb and Charles and the PR person at Ferrari at the time being like there's another article saying you guys don't like each other so be super friendly this week we know you love each other you can kiss if you want to I was like wait what we all know you love each other we know (laughs) just make sure the world knows yeah yeah lay it on thick this week you guys (laughs) it does they must be they must be saying that to them sometimes because they're they were yeah, definitely I just can't get over this week. I They're matching outfits. The difference. Yeah. 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 I love the matching up. outfits. I love them all. They're matching up. Oh my gosh. Really yeah. good. I only wish I could dress to match the person that I'm going out with in that way. <laughs> I mean, you could. I know, but I don't think I would look as good as Charles and Carlos. <laughs> okay, there we go. There it is. And there's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, another fun week. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll Anytime. Be... Yeah. The pod will be back for the next race. Um, Which is? No oh it's australia come on sarah I thought australia yes of course <laughs> i the australia it's in the name of the podcast guys we don't know wheel we do not know wheel we are <laughs> desperately trying our best i'm not sure if it's in a week or two weeks or i think it's in two but i, I don't think know you're right two would make sense to me um but yeah i had a wonderful time and it was fun filling in for Anne. I'm sure everybody missed her. Two weeks, Australia. We'll see you all there. Like, subscribe, follow. We're on Instagram. We don't know Wheel F1. We're on Tumblr. If you want to get on Tumblr, again, yep. we don't know Wheel F1. Yeah. We're on YouTube, sort of. Sort of, but don't go there. Just listen on like, Spotify guys yeah Yeah. I mean anywhere you get your podcast anywhere you get your podcast tell your friends if you enjoy it yeah thanks for doing a review yeah would be fun only kind reviews please if you have something if you don't enjoy the podcast keep it to yourself 
start your own podcast to talk about how much you don't like this podcast. It's harder than it looks. Okay. If you like the podcast, <laughs> leave a review. Please leave a review. Okay. <laughs> we love you all. Have a good night. Bye.